Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, you just squeezed it in, didn't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> a trip, a trip out, uh, a social event. It was. How was it? How was Frozen the other night? No, it was just before <laughs> the news came through. Day before, I got to go and see Frozen the musical. It was very good because I haven't actually seen the film. I have no, dropped the sick uh, Indina Menzel Let It Go remix on some unsuspecting footy party patrons, um, which went off. But no, I haven't actually seen the film. So watching it, very, very good. Man, musicals are getting pretty good at lighting and staging and stuff. And like the rain, the elk, the moose. The reindeer, reindeer. Was it a bit of a weird environment? Because I was speaking to Michelle Brazier, who, you know... Saw her there. Comic. Exactly. She said that she was sitting a couple of seats behind you. But, you know, news had just started and being announced that, you know, there were there were cases. Mm. And she said it was just like a vibe that people were just head in phone. Yeah, it was... You were checking live updates as you went along. Um, you had the mask on. There was no food and beverage, 75% capacity. So it was good. And the people put on a great show. I just feel so badly for everyone in the arts because that was a rescheduled premiere of Frozen no. the Musical from the last circuit breaker lockdown. They do one premiere and then it's... Uh, so, yeah, honestly, so, so good. Support, whether it's live music or, like, I was going to go see Godlands at Northcote Social Club this weekend. Um, yeah, it's it's so well, bad for the um, for the artistic economy, let alone, you know, hospitality and so many people around there. So just, yeah, really totally. feeling for those people. Uh, this week as well, we had news of Sydney Vivid Festival being postponed or cancelled. The Byron Writers Festival, which I was going to be a part of, got cancelled. And I felt for everyone on that team because it got cancelled last year as well. And this is the second year in a row. And the thing about these events that I feel so bad for, it's like people, they 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 work so hard for this, this mm. event and to not be able to see it be succeeding, you know, actual, like eventuate... It's just the most disheartening thing. So It is really rough, know. although it is kind of, like I hate to say this, but it is kind of their own fault for not being New South Wales private school boys. I mean, you know, I don't <laughs> want to cast aspersions at all. You know, you know me, Matt, but it is a little bit their fault for not going to an elite boys' school. But we might get into that later. Uh, we're going to try and lift your moods, no matter where you are, no matter what circumstances you're under. We want to give you something exciting. And next week, Matt O'Kind, we are doing just that. We teased it a little bit yesterday, but we have an announcement up next, which is hopefully going to be a whole heap of fun. And it doesn't matter where you are or what lockdown you're in, you will be able to celebrate with us. Let's get started. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, Matt O'Kine, you like watching the news and next week there is a very, very big boarding event taking place and given that we are both extremely high achievers when it comes to our sporting prowess, I mean, who can forget 1996 where Alex Dyson took out the most improved at the Warnable Gymnastics Club. Um, It was such a great year. Um, Did you get the most improved as well? I got a most improved in 2002, Brisbane State High School, first eleven. Cricket? Soccer. It's a real backhanded compliment, isn't it? Why is cricket the only sport that has a Prime Minister's 11? Why doesn't the Prime Minister pick other things? <laughs> does the Prime Minister still pick? Does the Prime Minister actually pick the 11? Does the Prime Minister do anything? I mean, these are lots of questions we can be asking ourselves at this. But the main thing we want to get across is 
for a long time, Matt O'Kine. We've been doing this all-day breakfast podcast. More than a year, okay? We've stepped out of the live arena. So the the words that we've had, I mean, we barely ever get in a room and talk. We just, we voiced the dictionary and Marshy every day just puts in words in a funny order. Um, but <laughs> that is all going to change next week to celebrate a big sporting event. Shall we do the announcement? Are you ready? Oh, I absolutely cannot wait. I've been so excited for the last couple of weeks knowing that this is happening. Hit play, baby. Athletes are currently gathering in a country I can't mention to compete against each other in a tournament that I'm not allowed to name. But before they do, there is an opening ceremony we'll probably all watch. So why not watch it while listening to us? Matt and Alex's opening ceremony watch party. Live and unofficial. We don't have the rights, but we're doing it Friday night. Download the listener app, turn the sound down on your TV and listen along to us. You can even call in live. On your marks, set. Matt and Alex's opening ceremony watch party. Live and unofficial. Only on the listener app. Yes! Oh, to celebrate Australia taking on the world next week on the Japanese islands. We are going to be uh, broadcasting live the big opening night party. It is going to be happening on the free listener app. Download it on your phone and uh, then join us absolutely live, Matt O'Kine. Yeah, now look, you might be able to join us with a whole group of people if you're in one of the lucky states at the moment. Uh, you can get the whole crew around, make it a big, raucous occasion. Or if you're in lockdown, you can sit by yourself and have a couple of mates to hang out with on one of the world stage's biggest nights. So uh, we're really excited about joining you for this one. Oh, we've been waiting for too long. I mean, it's been five years, Matt, since the last last games. And so uh, we're going to be on there. And look, feel free to fade down Bruce, fade down... Joanna Griggs or whoever the, <laughs> the broadcaster. Whoever's going to be doing the official <laughs> oh, one. We have the rights. Mur, mur, mur. Oh, we spent millions to make sure that <laughs> idiots like you can't talk about it. Well, guess what? We found a loophole. <laughs> all right. We're getting through and we're putting those, we're putting five of those loopholes all together <laughs> into a certain symbol that we can't even mention. So we're very excited. Uh, join us next week. Friday evening. It's on the app. If you download it between now and then, you'll um, get a notification when it goes live on Friday night as the whole thing kicks off. The cool thing is, Matt O'Kine, we're even getting our very own phone number so we could be taking some live calls as we watch all sorts of dancing and culture and a whole heck of marching from various dressed countries. It is one of the things that I've missed about um, moving from live radio onto the podcast, the unpredictability (laughs) of you, the listener. So uh, please do get in touch and surprise us. Nicely. Exactly. Um, So, yeah. So get get the... We'll we'll let you know what the number is. Put it in your phone and so you can always keep in touch with us. We'll be gearing up to it all next week. So uh, keep listening to All Day Breakfast on your potty whenever you feel like. But... For the first time since All Day Breakfast began, it's a live party that you have to be in it to win it, Matt. And I cannot wait till we jump it on the mics live for you. The hot mics, as they say. It's all gone down next Friday. We'll see you there. Should be good. Now, let's get on with the show. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. 
Now, on to more important topics. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is lockdown number five. Dun, 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 oh, that dun, makes dun, so dun, dun. much sense. I saw, <laughs> I think I saw Greta Ray be like something about yeah. number number five. I was like, what a strange reference for Greta Ray to make. You know, that song would have come out like 10 years before she was probably born. Like, I was so confused. No. That makes Perfecto sensor. Doing good things. Uh, apologies, Victoria. Back in lockdown. Queensland getting a few cases yesterday. Sydney, same old, same old. And so uh, we are in a section. And so, Matt, I'm pretty experienced at these lockdowns now. Looking forward to a good weekend uh, on the box. But um, potentially I could uh, sneak out by jumping on the uh, the old private school bus and heading out to the forest. <laughs> Get out of oh, my 10, 10K exclusion zone. <laughs> Do you know what? I am sick and tired of this private schoolboy bashing that's been going on in the media. <laughs> the media. All right. How dare you make fun of these struggling <laughs> young whippersnappers? Well, I mean, if, that's, if money can't buy you everything, then what the hell can it buy you? <laughs> Well, I tell you what, it could buy you a six-month school camp uh, at the south of Sydney, Scots College, an elite all-boys private school in Bellevue Hill, uh, received express permission from New South Wales Health to leave Sydney during a lockdown so its students can uh, enjoy their annual six-month camping trip to the Southern Highlands. Uh, Scots College describes the trip as a rite of passage into manhood. It sees the students uh, attend a stay, a stay at Glengarry Residential Campus in the Kangaroo Valley for six months. Months, the length. What? Showing it's not a regular, a regular what? excursion. Other schools cancel excursions; they're not regular. This one, an irregular excursion. That's right, six month excursion. Wait, 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 wait! They go away for six months. Yeah, if you were, if you were a, you know, had a boy at a private school who was in year nine, you'd want to get rid of him for six months, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's the worst well, I guess, year. I guess what I guess what you spend on the camp, you'll save on tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense now. But people are a little bit uh, annoyed because it's it does it's just the optics of it, you know. Once again, the private schoolboys are able to uh, to skip town, and that comes after the recent uh, one where 160 private schoolboys copped a Pfizer vaccine uh, in what was described by officials as an error. Uh, they just rocked up, copped the jab, uh, 160 in a row. Whoops! Whoops! Bro, whoops! It's so wild. Like, I mean, I did, I used to. I used to do some work at Scott's College. It is genuinely beautiful. Like mm. the the every it does not look Wait. anything like the school that I went to. And I went to a pretty good school. Did Scott's College did they hire Mr. O'Kine as a substitute teacher? No, God, no. They didn't let me near their education uh, <laughs> department whatsoever at all. No, I was the host of the uh, Scott's Fest, the outdoor short film festival. Oh, really? Man, they... the screen alone, I swear that the, the big outdoor cinema screen that they put up for this event cost more than my whole school. Like it, <laughs> it, it was in, it was amazing. It, it was one of those times where I, where I went to, this, I went to Scott's College, I saw the facilities that they have the access to equipment that they had to mm. make these short films, which looked better than half the stuff you see on, you know, commercial television. Goodness me. I mean, what, I mean, what was your, like, what was your school like? Oh, Warnable College. <laughs> I tell you what, mate. We, um, 
look, I, I did go on the prestigious Warnable College debating team. Um, and that, that was, uh, in order to do that, you, you go and get a blazer from the library. You have this, you have this tag at the back of it, choose small, medium or large and rock up down to the, to the, So uh, what, everyone didn't get it, like everyone didn't no, have a blazer. Didn't have blazers. I, the, the closest I had, <laughs> the closest uniform I had to have was, I said, they said, oh, could you please just have a plain white undershirt? We could see Reebok through your... <laughs> <laughs> Through your overshirt, and I like my school shoes. They were just like Adidas, black Adidas runners. Like it was, it was pretty. I think it was, the school Man. fees were about one hundred eighty dollars a year for books. And Dude, stuff. I remember one year I got paid to go to school. What do you like, mean? Because because our school fees were something like one hundred eighty dollars, and then mm. there was like this school book rebate that you got <gasps> for to buy your textbooks. And then I remember just going to the school office. And going, I'd like to pay for my school fees with this school book rebate. And then they were like, well, there's $8 left over. Oh, like, yes, I'll just, please. I'll just have it. And I went and got a, like a chalky oak. <laughs> it was great days. <laughs> Didn't even have to canoe home. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the boys are doing. Uh, from uh, Scott's College, over six months, they canoe, hike and bike back to Sydney for 200 kilometres. So it's pretty good. Uh, they then become men officially. Uh, at this, I'm sure there's some sort of man induction ceremony when they get to the end. Probably just decide which job they're given in the private sector. <laughs> they have to. They, they get dropped in Kangaroo Valley and they have to find their way back to the whichever law firm that they're going to end up an immediate partner of. <laughs> just breadcrumbs trail it, leading them to J.P. Morgan head office. <laughs> Sourdough breadcrumbs. We're not. We're not doing the normal <laughs> yeah, square slice with Devon. We're not, not doing that. Well, it, it does seem to be a little bit of a pattern, and so we did do a little bit of digging. And actually, Matt, we have found some audio of some other examples where it seems like being a private schoolboy has its advantages. Sheriff, I'm going to be taking over this crime scene. We want to set up a perimeter just around these trees over here, and then we're going to be sending forensics down and making sure that the scene is properly... Sheriff Watson? Oh, yeah? Who the hell are you? Detective Pernips. I'm from the FBI. I'll be taking over from here. Thank you. Oh, boy, they've already sent down the feds. Okay. Look, things are going to be running a little bit differently around here, boys. Uh, This ain't no two-bit operation like it used to be, Okay. I want full access over the entire field. Excuse me, officer. You're not allowed to be here, kid. Get out of here. No, no, no. I'm Montgomery Weasel, New South Wales private schoolboy. Oh. I'll take it from here. Master Weasel, I'm so sorry. No worries. I just want my canoe set up next to the boat ramp there. Let's get my Xbox games over in the corner here, please. And I want this cupboard to be for my mum's North Face jackets. All right, come on, let's move it. This is one small step for man, one giant leap for... Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, 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 Neil. Um, Michael here from Hills West Private School uh, in New South Wales. I've just got a couple of the boys here. We're just taking a quick trip through and we thought maybe they could just jump in ahead of you, if that's okay. Uh... Yeah, okay. Hey, Declan, come through here, please. Graham, yep, no, just come through here. Sorry, Neil, just get out of the way. Sorry, sorry, yeah, that's fine. No, pull your pants. No, no, Mooney, come on. Oh, bloody lads. Hey? <laughs> Hilarious. Houston, 
we have a problem, child. Your Honour, yes, my client was clocked doing 150 in a school zone. Yes, they had the money they embezzled flying out of their blazer pocket. But the prosecution failed to take into account that my client attends a prestigious private school in New South Wales. Oh, well, case dismissed. And tell your client I'll see his dad at the 30-year reunion. And there's your champagne ham and calamata olives. Okay, um, number 45? Number 45? Uh, yeah, I'm number 45. There you go. Um, that's not a number. That's just your school ID card. Exactly. Private school ID card. Oh, well, in that case, the marinara is on us. And now, at the 45th Annual Logie Awards, the Silver Logie for Best New Talent goes to... for his starring role in a leaked public transport video in which he led a misogynist chant... It's Theodore Brumlingham! Yeah, pretty incredible that I could win this without ever being on TV. Uh, thanks to everyone who liked the videos, slid into the DMs. Yeah, if Mum's Volvo hadn't broken down, it wouldn't have even been on the bus with all them poor people, so thanks very much. Order up! Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson... Why do the police insist on using every mode of transport possible? (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? I really do. <laughs> like but I, I've, I have, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a form of movement that I have not seen a police officer using. Yeah, you're you're actually really right. You're absolutely <laughs> you know, because, like, right. Because the first time it really struck out to me was um, when I moved to Sydney and around Surrey Hills, there's a lot mm. of mounted police, you know, yeah. on horses. And I remember at first, the first thing I thought was like, well. Who are you catching, right? Like, I was, I was like, I mean, are you are you looking for other people on horses? Because like, is that is that? I don't understand this. They got and, their taser. And, you know, then, they got their lasso. They've got yeah, you know. yeah, just gonna go bust some underground jousting syndicate. <laughs> but um, I remember thinking, and oh, I tell you yeah. what, side note as well. I, I used to get very annoyed by the fact that they they didn't clean up the horse poos either. Yeah, that is a bit annoying. And I know. And they, I mean, you've got a dog. Simu- oh, you got to walk around with a bag around your hand, mm. you know, picking it up. And they'll simultaneously Shh. fine you for littering whilst their <laughs> yeah. transport dumps its refuse <laughs> right out the back door. But then I did some research. Turns out, you know, they're really good at crowd control, police. Mm. I mean, police on horses. Yep. Also, someone, uh, a police officer in an article was suggesting that it, it, it strengthens the bond between officer and civilian because, you know, the animal mm. is so big and present and people are, are drawn to it. They ask questions. There's chat, you know. So it's uh, I understand that. But, I mean, I've you know, I've also <laughs> seen 
police on ATV quad bikes, yeah. on BMX bikes. And there's always like whenever a new mode of transportation is invented, the police go, well, we need to try that as well. <laughs> Putting in their Segway order. Like, well, what do you need that for? There's, there's, I saw a picture Zooming of a police, police officer um, in, a, on a, in a pedal cart. Yeah. Um, which is literally like yeah. a, a billy cart. Like I'm not joking. <laughs> it's like we better catch this. I hope this. I hope this thief goes down a bumpy grassy hill. That's it with hay bales <laughs> on either side. <laughs> Slow the momentum. But yeah, there's like you've got your mountain bikes, you've got your motorbikes, you got your cars, you got your booze buses. They cruise around yep. them as well. Do you know in um in the US they've got the big the big, tra- like big semi trailers, mm. right? But that's also that's disguised. They're disguised so that you don't know that they're there, right? Undercover. Interesting. But um, I also saw in England they had a tractor, police tractor. They can only go at about forty k's an hour, like absolute top speed. What's but it used then for like- then to <laughs> increase the bond between police and farmer? What's <laughs> it's? I don't know. Like it, you know, you need you need hay moved or something. I don't know. Look. He's farmed and dangerous. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> but like, yeah, when someone brings in, someone invents a hover bike, the police are like, well, we better get one of those as well. Start testing it out. Dubai, around. They, they, did the, they did the, you know, the, the mini drone. Yeah. So they were, they were testing that out. But they've also got like police Ferraris. So oh, they're, they're also yeah, riding in luxury. the highway patrol. <laughs> um, but, but Karachi, Pakistan, um, there was a story just recently in the New York Times, actually, back yeah, back last month. They have a 20-member unit um, that carries out counter-terrorism surveillance in the uh, streets. It's important job. Of, of Karachi um, with, the, with the rollerblades. <laughs> so you see oh, them, like, going down a few, doing, you know, doing down a few stairs, doing a few rail slides. All whilst protecting uh, our communities. Indeed. And you've got to call the ambulance while you pull the, call the police because those police officers are sick. They need to be taken <laughs> away. Goodness I me. Feel like, I feel like you've got to have a t- tough skin to be a rollerblading police officer, honestly. <laughs> Only because you've got to have tough skin to be a rollerblader in general. I mean, the amount of Oi, jabs. I'm blade for life, mate. None of this, Do you know what? None of this skateboarding rubbish. I can't believe there's not skateboarding police. Well, every now and again you see one, like a police officer has a go at the skateboard and like it goes viral because he's quite good at it and does a kickflip and all that sort of stuff. You do. <laughs> yeah. You do. But anyways, I thought that was a pretty cool story. The the uh, the rollerbladers mm. in Pakistan just out there, They can, apparently they can get through like tight lanes quickly, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, also you just have to find – a flight of stairs to beat them. You know what I mean? Nah, like, not if you jump off them and do a method and, and <laughs> arrest them, mate. You, have, you just don't blade enough, bro. You just don't. Anyway, that's good. Um, if you have a different mode of transport, we reckon we should get the um, the authorities onto. Please let us know, Alex. Or if you're a police officer and you have been the quad bike cop or, you know, the... Uh, been on the back of a of a Shetland, um, scooting, oh. you know, <laughs> patrolling a uh, a children's fate. <laughs> then, uh, sorry, team. <laughs> patrolling a school fate. We then, got the uh, penny farthing brigade coming in here. You're gonna have to clear <laughs> off. This is gonna get. This is gonna get large <laughs> and small. 
Yes, Alex Dyson, it is a Friday and that means it is a day that we open up the fridge and check what has been left at the very back of the shelf, foods of which the used-by-date looms. It is leftovers. <laughs> That's right. It's also the time of the week where we cling to anecdotes and just see how far we can push them. Um, so let's panic buy a little bit of content here, Matt O'Kine, before the weekend. Yeah, we love hearing from you uh, at Matt and at Alex and uh, some of the people who got in touch. Daniel got in touch. Daniel Maskell said, uh, this regards to food competitions. In high school, me and the mates thought the KFC bucket challenge was a good idea. We each ordered a family bucket of chicken <laughs> no. and got to work. Uh, heavy price to pay on the body. <laughs> All right. I bet. Uh, Heather says, this is with regards to who rocked up at your party, uh, was in Yamba, um, great house party because no one was nearby, uh, but then two guys from Blue Water High turned up. I didn't really watch that show. Um, it sounds like a show on? you'd be in. I, just, I, I don't wish know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're saying you haven't watched I it. I think they hit their quota of... Um, <laughs> Of brown dude, <laughs> so I didn't get I didn't get a look in. Um, it's not called Brownwater High. <laughs> a full different show. Hey, Andy's got in touch uh, in regards to us talking about Airbud this week and the fourteen sequels thereof. Uh, Andy says thank you, to, thanks to you, Gronks. I've just downloaded five Airbud movies for my kids to watch. You're welcome, Andy. <laughs> um, Anthony and both Anthony got in touch on Instagram and Matt and Alex. Joan as well got in touch on my personal Instagram. Both saying, "Hey, mind blown about mandarins. Never considered the pointy bit of the mandarin was the top." Really? Yeah. Anthony was shocked. Joan said, "I showed my partner, and he did not care." But it's where the so, stalk attached. Like I literally told. I think it was Bron, your friend, um, Danielle, who we talked to, um, said, like we told her that story, and she's like, "What?" Does he think the the top of the strawberry is the, the point at the end as well? Like, what are you on about? Wait, told me that the strawberry goes in with the green bit at the t- the the yeah. top of the strawberry is the bit with the green bit, right? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Oh my goodness, it's worse oh, than I well, thought. Oh well, you just scared me. Okay, <laughs> um, Haley, this is regards to double dipping. Um, says, um, I'm living in London and for a good six months in 2019, all Fuller's pubs were offering a free beer with every new email address. Um, so every weekend for six months, my boyfriend and I went on a London Fuller's pub crawl and had a few free beers at multiple pubs. All we needed to do was spend the week creating new email addresses in our spare time and <laughs> accumulate free vouchers. Yes. Do you know oh. what? I've been getting so many people following me on Instagram that are like, Kiara Tiena 1977. And then like the next person that follows me is like Kiara Tiena 1976. Maybe this is just people logging into Instagram to get free beers somewhere. Uh, potentially, maybe. <laughs> um, Emily also says with regards to double dipping, um, a friend of mine actually ate the extra meal at a corporate box once and then the person turned up just to discover a half-eaten main in their spot. We had to sheepishly ask the waiter uh, the waitress, if she could bring an additional meal. So that's that <laughs> was in response to you taking the old uh, the old event plate. Double dip responsibly. Beck, uh, you got in touch from Northern Territory because you connected with um, my chat about buying <laughs> random fireworks out of nowhere from a little shop in Taringa, Brisbane. I did. Hi, fellas. Um, I just think it's hilarious that no one knows that for one day a year, in the Northern Territory, you can buy and let off fireworks for 24 hours. So it's like yeah. the fireworks purge in the NT. 
Pretty much. Oh. Um, so you can, you can, I'm originally from Melbourne um, and the first time that this happened, I was terrified. Um, so you can just go to the supermarket and buy fireworks for the day. Um, and the only rule is that you're not allowed to let them off at community events. Okay. So you could use, you do explosions in the privacy of your own home for one day a year in the Northern Territory. So, like, um, local government always organise an event and you're just not allowed to let off the fireworks at that event, but you can just, you know, go around the area and let them off. Um, and where do you buy them from? Just from, like, the supermarkets. Oh, they just wheel them out on, on fireworks day. Yeah, pretty much. You can buy as many as you like. Um, and if you don't let them off, I find that people just let them off in the, like, following weeks. Um so you'll kind of just see fireworks randomly go off in the police car, like kind of go in that direction to try and catch them. <laughs> I'm um, so surprised that I haven't seen this just going off on Instagram. Like, <laughs> like I'm so surprised I don't know that it's that day every year. It's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, it's so great. Wow. Goodness me. Right, that is well, incredible. We've got to do an outside broadcast from Fireworks Day one time, Manokine. Although keep away from the fireworks because they can be dangerous and don't put them in the palm of your hand. That doesn't go Yeah, well. look, we're going to be setting off some uh, audio fireworks for a certain opening ceremony <laughs> next Friday. So uh, thank you very much, Beck. We've got to end things here. We're coming to the end of the week. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you're tuning in next week as we gear up to a huge Matt and Alex opening ceremony live and unofficial coming to you via the listener app. It should be a whole heap of fun. Um, cheers for hanging out with us this week and uh, have a really good weekend and stay safe out there, people. <laughs> Bye-bye. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.